Hello, the message you're about to listen to is a recording from God's Favorite House Canada. We pray that as you listen, God's light will flood your heart and transform you forever. Amen. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Welcome to church once again. We'd like to welcome everyone, you know, joining us online. You know, like Pastor Pe said, you know, the hand of God is able to reach you wherever you may be. And I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that God himself will touch you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 So by the grace of God, you know, God gave us a word for the year 2021. Access. Access. You know, and I'm sure a lot of us, you know, you've been praying and talking to God about that word access. You know, yes, last week we learned about lifted, and I pray in the name of Jesus that all the words that God spoke, even during the teachings last week, all the promises, all the blessings that were pronounced upon us will become reality in our lives. In the name of Jesus. Now we're going to be sharing access just so we know the mind of God. What is God saying? So God gave the word access. What does that mean for us? The thing is, it's very difficult to pack, unpack everything about access. So we are going to do what we can based on the instructions of God, based on what God has told us to do. You know, the Bible says in the book of Isaiah 35, 5-10, so when God gave the word access, there's a scripture he gave us, you know, even regarding access. And he had given us this scripture, I think it was two years ago, in course of the year, we had a prayer meeting, and he gave us this scripture. You know, but while I was preparing for this year, God gave us this scripture, and it's going to be more or less our watchword for the year. It's going to be something we're going to be, you know, looking at from time to time. And we're going to be going back to, I want to encourage you that you make this one of your, you know, put it on your bookmark, make sure that you have it handy. Anytime you need to go back to reflect on what God has said, go back there, and God will bless you in the name of Jesus. So I'm going to be reading from the message translation. Message translation. It says, blind eyes will be opened, deaf ears unstopped, lame men and women will leap like deer, the voiceless break into song, springs of water will burst out in the wilderness, streams flow in the desert, hot sands will become a cool oasis, thirsty ground a splashing fountain. Even lowly jackals will have water to drink, and barren grass, grasslands flourish richly. There will be a highway called the Holy Road. No one rude or rebellious is permitted on this road. Listen, it is for God's people exclusively. Impossible to get lost on this road. Not even fools can get lost on it. <laughs> Not even fools can get lost on it. No lions on this road. No dangerous wild animals. Nothing and no one dangerous or threatening. Only the redeemed will walk on it. The people God has ransomed will come back on this road. They will sing as they make their way home to Zion. Unfading arrows of joy encircling their heads. Welcomed home with gifts of joy and gladness. As all sorrows and sighs scurry into the night. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that this word, this, you know, this passage will be appropriated to your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. It says even lowly jackals will have water to drink. I mean, that's very powerful. 
even those that originally should not deserve it, those that are not even connected, are just maybe because they know you, they are just connected to you. You know what jackals are? Is there anyone that keeps a jackal as a pet? <laughs> Hallelujah. Lowly jackals will have water to drink. He says this road that is not possible to get lost on it, even fools. So when I read this question, I said, what are you saying? Like, what is it? God is saying he will help us. Now listen, his word has comfort. He's one that has the ability to perform it. He has said this year is the year of access. Some people, you know, a lot of times we go to church, God speaks a word. You notice that if you are going to be truthful to ourselves, in some people's life it comes true. Some other people's life, they are still waiting for that word. Two years after, nothing has happened. Some other people, in one week, it has come true. Do you understand what I'm saying? In this case, God will constrain you. In this case, God will constrain you. You don't know what that means. You don't know what that means. <laughs> you are lying by force. In the name of Jesus. See, this road that God is talking about is a road that is calling everybody to come on. It's a road that is calling every member of God's favorite house, Canada, and worldwide to come on. He's saying this road is open for us. Now, my question is, what are you willing to do to get access? What are you willing to do to get access? I pray God will help us in the name of Jesus. You know, so I went to God and I was like, God, so what, how do you want us to break this down? What do you want us to note about this year of access? You know, and God said, give me some words. He says, in order for us to enjoy the fullness of the access this year, we need to take note of some things. Take note. I want to encourage you that you take these notes and you make sure you go back to them and make sure, you know, the Bible says <laughs> that <laughs> we should be doers of the word and not hearers only. Yes, you can listen to the word of God and be encouraged. You're like, wow, this is nice. I love this. But you know what it is? A lot of people live and that is the end. The word, ask them a week after. They've forgotten. These are not the kind of words you forget. Go back and do them and God will help you in the name of Jesus. The first thing we need to note, there are six things we need to note. Quickly, I'm going to run through them. The first thing we need to note is you need access to God before you can access his resources. Listen to me clearly. 2021 is not the year to be one leg in, one leg out. 2021 is not the year to be one leg in, one leg out. What did this, what the scripture of the word say? It says this road is for God's people exclusively. I pray God will help us in the name of Jesus. This is not the year to play around. The Bible says in the book of Galatians chapter 4 verse 7, it says now we are no longer living like slaves under the law, but we enjoy being God's very own sons and daughters. And because we are his, we can access everything our father has. For we are heirs of God through Jesus Christ, the Messiah. You have to stay connected to God this year. You have to stay connected to God. Listen, <laughs> This year is going to have its challenging times. It's going to have its trying times. But one thing I can assure you is if you stay connected, you'll be victorious in everything. Not only will you be victorious in everything, you will get things. You know what, what do people, what, what's the description of favor? Getting what you don't deserve. A lot of that is going to be happening this year. There are people that this year, your previous years, you've struggled. Like your life is normal. What you are used to struggling. 
So you believe before a door will open to you, for you, you have to fight. This year, because it is the year of access, you are going to get some doors. Those doors will be open for you without fighting. They will open of their own accord. Have you, have you had situations in your life where God just directs you into something without struggle, without, without, you don't even pray. You don't even know. It just happens. Access. But before we go into the things we need to know, note, the first thing is very, very important. Let's not deceive ourselves. Access is for the children of God. Access is for people that are aligned to God. Access is for people that are committed to God. A lot of you will say, oh, but pastor, it's not like, ah, what if I sin? What if I do this? What if I do that? We'll go into that later on. But like I said, be aligned. When you're aligned to God, you know what God does for you. The Bible says, it is he that works in us, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Are you going to fall? Yes, maybe once, once or twice. I mean, like, are you going to sin? It can happen. But what do you do when you sin? You run back. Are you going to make mistake? Possibly. Possibly. But God is your father. You must, you must stay connected to him this year. I pray in the name of Jesus that we will all stay connected. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. The second one is, ah, this one is, <laughs> I mean, in fact, before we go to the second one, um, this scripture says in the book of, I want us to notice that Romans chapter 5 verse 1 to 2, I'll read it very quickly. It says, our faith in Jesus transfers God's righteousness to us, and he now declares us flawless in his eyes. This means we can now enjoy true and lasting peace with God, all because of what our Lord Jesus, the anointed one, has done for us. Listen, our faith guarantees us permanent access into his marvelous kindness that has given us a perfect relationship with God. What incredible joy bursts forth within us when we keep, as we keep on celebrating our hope of experiencing God's glory. Take note of that scripture, meditate on it. Now the second one, in fact, this is so critical because if, ah, in the middle of this night, just this morning, the Spirit of God woke me up and said, told me, just started speaking to me, and said, you must add this, you must say this, you must say that. I already prepared my message. And I said, okay, when I wake up, I have my time with you. I will go and do it at that time. He said, no. Pick your, and I, myself, if, by the time I pick anything and touch anything, when I'm trying to sleep, it disturbs my sleep. I'm like, I started that. He said, why now? I won't forget. He said, you can't even afford to forget. Pick your, your, your tablet now, put the information. And I was like, I struggled. And later I picked it up and I wrote it down. But the thing about it is, it is critical and important. I believe that's why it let me, <laughs> that's why he had to come the way he came. It is critical and important. Some of these things, I mean, the English myself, I myself, I tried to get the English straight, you know, to be straight, but just try and understand, and God will help you in Jesus' name. The second one is, you determine the extent and diversity of your access. That's the best way I could put it. You determine, you yourself, you determine the extent and the diversity of your access. Now, why did I use the word diversity? You know, access comes in different ways. There's access of power, like access to power. There's access to divine protection. All these things are in God. There's access, you know, to promotion, access to divine health, access to wealth. They're all in God. They're all accesses. They're all doors. There's access to healing. My question to you today is, which of the accesses do you need? Eh? Which of the accesses do you need? Everything. The Spirit of God is saying, it is left to you to choose what 
you have access to. It is in your power. It is in your power. It is totally left to you. I pray in the name of Jesus that God will give you the grace to align with him in the mighty name of Jesus. One thing we need a lot this year is faith. We need to believe in God's ability. We need to trust that God has the capacity to do what he wants to do. Let me ask you a question. If I told you that, you know what? Um, after church, Yudi, after church today, come with me. I want to give you a new block of apartments they are building on Wonderland Road. I want to give you the keys that you own the old block. Will you believe me? You just say, Pastor, stop kidding. Why? Because I, you, I don't yet have the capacity. <laughs> do you understand what I'm saying? But let me ask you a question. Who is this guy that has a lot of buildings in London? Fari. If you told you that, Yudi, I want to give you a plot of land around where? Kamoka. Do you understand? What will you feel? You'll be there before him. But if it's me, you will laugh. Sir, pastor, by faith, by faith. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? Capacity. You need to trust. See, it does not cost God anything. It does not take anything from him. A lot of times you are the problem. God has said the word is access. You know, he could have actually said, this year is the year of access to divine health. He could have said this year is the year of access to divine promotion. We will not have rejoiced. I said, glory be to Jesus. Now, God said, this is the year of access. Complete it. Access to what? You know, I pray at this time in the name of Jesus. You know, for people that are struggling with one ailment or the other, I want to encourage you. <laughs> I want to encourage you to release your faith. Release your faith in this season. Release your faith in this season. Ah. I mean, let's look at the basics of the scripture. Let's look at what Jesus told his disciples before he left. In Mark chapter 16, verse 15 to 18, he says, And he said to them, As you go into the world, preach openly the wonderful news of the gospel to the entire human race. Whoever believes the good news and is baptized will be saved. And whoever does not believe the good news will be condemned. And this miracle signs shall accompany those who believe. This miracle signs shall accompany who? So, wait, what's the meaning of those who believe? Eh? Did he say this miracle signs will accompany mature believers? Who? Which believers? Believers! Are you a believer? So is there a problem? Oh, I've never said the miracle signs. Let's go there. They will drive out demons in the power of my name. <laughs> he didn't say they will negotiate with demons, and the weaker demons will leave, the stronger demons will stay. What did he say? They will drive out demons in the power of the name of Jesus. Okay. He says they will speak in tongues. They will be supernaturally protected from snakes. <laughs> Some people they say, don't test God. Of course, don't test him. <laughs> and from drinking anything poisonous. And they will lay hands on the sick and heal them. So my question to you today is, this is what God has said about, this is what Jesus said about we believers. We will lay hands on the sick and heal them. I'm trying to build somebody's faith today. If you are a vessel of healing, should your body accommodate infirmity? Should your body accommodate sicknesses? Should you be carrying diseases in your body? Access. Listen, I want to encourage for as many people as are struggling with one sickness, growth, whatever it may be. This is the year of access. 
receive access to divine healing in the name of Jesus. Listen, we're going to, I, I felt that the Holy Spirit wanted us to do something today. We're going to be praying briefly. Just, we're going to, going to just worship God a little. And we're going to be addressing those sicknesses. You're going to lay your hands on them in your house and you will receive your healing in the name of Jesus. Now listen to what the Bible says in the book of Isaiah chapter 53 verse 5. It says, but Jesus, he, it says, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was crushed for our wickedness. Our sin, our injustice, our wrongdoing, the punishment required for our well-being fell on him. And by his stripes, that's his wounds, we are, we are healed. That's what the Bible says. Now in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24, Peter went on to say another thing. He said, he himself carried our sins in his body on the cross so that we would be dead to sin and live for righteousness. What did he say after that? Our instant healing flowed from his wounding. That's the word of God. Our instant healing flowed from his wounding. Let me tell you where the challenge comes a lot of times. A lot of times we want to figure out how the healing will take place. A lot of times we have limited our faith to the doctors. So you go to the doctor, the doctor says, this is the issue, you have to do this, do that. I'm not saying there's anything wrong in that. But I'm telling you that there is provision for your healing. One of the things, you know, we, <laughs> one of the things that come with being a child of God is healing. One of the things that comes with believing, when you give your life to Christ, one of the things that you get instantly is healing. What was Jesus doing around when he was going around with people? What was he doing? Healing people. It's one of the things that is the entitlement of believers, divine health. If you believe, I mean, we've read the scriptures. The word of God doesn't lie. So I'm, I'm, doing tonight, I'm trying to build your faith to trust that God has the ability See the woman with the issue of blood, when she went to touch Jesus' helm of his garment, Jesus needs to say, okay, you've touched me now, lie down. I have to do an operation on you. Let me do an incision, then I will touch the tube. This woman has been bleeding for what, 12 years? My question is, where did the blood dry up? Where did it go to? But my question is, what is your business? I don't know what that sickness you have is, or that growth. For some people, their own, they will not be analyzing for God. God, that growth is in my, this is, 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 is a growth maybe is around my chest, or around my arm. For it to work, maybe you will come in the night and do a surgery on me. Or maybe you refer me to a doctor. Or when you are going to remove it, you have to first bring the growth like this, or let it pass through my stomach, then I will excrete it. What's your business? God is the one that does the healing. The Bible says Jesus was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. Jesus suffered. He went through pain so that we will be healed. So if God is saying this is our year of access and we are free to choose as many things as we want, why don't we say we want our healing? Let's start the year on a good note. Let's start the year on a good note. One of the healings that God is doing right now and is touching people in their houses, the Spirit of God told me expressly, is fatigue. 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 There are a lot of things that cause fatigue. You find out that you just do a little thing during the day, you get tired. Well, I was... Meditating today, God was saying, you know what? I'm going to lay my hands on people. Whatever the root cause of the fatigue is, I'm going to sort it out. You know, you see people waking up. You wake up at, at maybe 6 or 7. You go to work by 9 o'clock, you are sleepy, you are tired. That's fatigue. You know, <laughs> God will touch you in the name of Jesus. Now, the thing is, for a lot of us, for, or not a lot of us, by the grace of God, for some of us, you know what the issue is. You know the sickness you have been carrying in your body. 
But God is saying is, I am available. If you want to tap into me, I am here. Reach out to me and I will touch you. So wherever you are right now, right now, for the next three minutes, I want you to lay your hands on that place. This is the beginning of access. This is it. Lay your hands on that place that is a challenge. What has the doctor told you? They say you are there's a problem with your stomach, you have bowel problems. What has the doctor told you? They say there is a growth that they don't understand. They begin to give it names. Oh, this one is not cancerous. But if you are not careful, you can turn cancerous. I don't know what it is. What has the doctor said? Is it that you have a brain issue? Is it that you have short-term memory? Is it that you have... What is it? Leg challenges. What can it be? This is the season of access. We have access to divine healing here today. And it's going to be on. The river is going to be flowing. So I want you to lay your hands on that place and begin to speak. Say, I refuse this thing. Because Jesus has paid the price on the cross of Calvary, I access my healing in the name of Jesus. Right there in your own, begin to lay your hands on it. If you have a child that is sick, I want to call for that child. Lay your hands on that child and begin to speak the word of God. Because of the access we have in Christ, because of his power that is so, so, so wonderful, that power that cannot be curtailed, reach out to him today. Reach out and receive your healing in the name of Jesus. You are a believer. This is the word of God. You did not write it. You did not cajole Jesus to write it. He, he, to state it. He stated it himself. He says this sign will follow them that believe. And they will lay their hands on the sick and recover. Why don't you tell your father that Lord, I am a vessel of healing. Infirmity, sickness has no place in my own body. Start with yourself. Let your first healing be yourself. Let your first healing be yourself. Lay your hand on yourself and say in the name of Jesus, I am a believer. Because of the words of Christ Jesus, I stand on the word of God. In the mighty name of Jesus, this sickness, you have no place in my life. Begin to speak to it. Begin to speak to it. In the name of Jesus, begin to speak to it. In the name of Jesus, this is the year of access. I receive access to my healing. This is the year of access. I receive access to my healing, to divine healing. Whatever has been in us before, ends today. I receive access. In the name of Jesus, I do not want you. Is it fibroid? Speak to Jesus about it. He has the ability to heal you. What is it called? What have they said you can manage? Anything that my father has not planted in your life, in your body, is here about putting. In the name of Jesus, how it will go, God knows. He has the capacity to restore health. He has the capacity to restore life. The Bible says that our spirit, that quickened Jesus, <laughs> that spirit that raised him from the dead, is present in us. He's able to walk out something. He's able to stir up your mortal bodies. He's able to walk in your life. Begin to invoke the power of the Holy Spirit. Declare in the name of Jesus that this sickness, you have no place. You have no place. You have no place in my body. I speak to you now. In the name of Jesus, I speak to you out of my body. In the name of Jesus, I speak to you out of my body. Are there people here that you have seasonal migraine? It comes and it goes. Declare in the name of Jesus that this migraine you will come no longer. You have no part in this body. The last one I have is the last one I will ever have. No more migraine in my life. In the name of Jesus, if there is a root cause, I cut it off. In the name of Jesus, whatever it is, are there people here that have blood diseases? Because the power of the Most High is present here. I speak life because of the power in the blood of Jesus. I declare that that sickness, that infirmity, ends now. It's terminated now. In the name of Jesus, 
And there are people that their own issue is mental, is depression, is anxiety. I curse it from its root. In the mighty name of Jesus, that spirit of depression, that spirit of anxiety, I cast you out of that body now. In the name of Jesus, I speak joy unspeakable, full of glory into your life. In the name of Jesus, you will see as you ought to see. You will hear as you ought to hear. In the name of Jesus, every old the enemy has had over you, every access point the enemy has been using to come into your life, I shut right now. In the name of Jesus, as you receive your healing, it will be permanent. In the name of Jesus, thank you, everlasting Father. Lord, we give you all the glory. You sent your word, and it is a disease. You are the Lord. You are the Lord. You are the Lord. That he led us. tolerated every pain I have hitherto tolerated I punish you out of my body I refuse you you don't have a part in me I command you out of my body in the name of Jesus this body is to glorify the name of God this body is to do the work of God I will not be hindered in the name of Jesus because God has said Jesus said it clearly he says this, one of the signs that will follow me is that I will lay my hands on the sick and they will recover. As I have laid my hand on myself, I banish every sickness from my life. I receive my total healing. Thank you, everlasting Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord, we say thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for what you are doing. Thank you, Lord, for the lives you're already touching. Thank you, Lord, for the homes that you've gone into. Thank you, Lord, for what is going on in the spirit right now. Thank you, Lord, for the restorations taking place. Thank you, Lord God Almighty, for the health that you're restoring. Thank you, Lord God Almighty, for those that have conception issues, those that the doctors are then barren, Lord, that you are reversing. Thank you for the wounds you are replacing. Thank you for the fallopian tubes you are replacing. Thank you, Lord God Almighty, for the ovaries you are replacing. Thank you, Lord God Almighty, for the, for the arteries, Lord, that you are opening up. Thank you, Lord God Almighty, for the hearts that you are replacing. Thank you, Lord God Almighty, for that person that has an eye infection, eye disease, that the doctors have said they are worried about what will happen to the eye. Thank you, Lord, for touching that person's eye right now. Thank you, Lord God Almighty, for that person, Lord, that has had an abdominal pain, Lord, for the past three years. Thank you, Lord, for touching that, 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 that spot right now. Thank you for healing your child. 
God. Thank you, Lord God Almighty, for the growths in the body of your children that are disappearing. Thank you, Lord God Almighty, for dissolving those growths. Thank you for taking them out of the bodies. Lord, we are grateful to you. Honor and adoration we give unto you. Thank you, Lord God Almighty, for the depression, Lord, that you are removing from the lives of your children. Thank you for restoring them. Thank you for restoring their joy and happiness. Thank you, Lord, for taking them out of the pit, out of the wormhole. Thank you, Lord, for taking them out of that dark place, that darkness. Thank you, Lord, for shining your light on their path. Lord, we are grateful to you. Thank you, Father, for access. Honor and adoration we give unto you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. You know, the amazing thing is just access to only one thing. There are so many other things that you have access to, and you will take advantage of them. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Now, the third thing, we've spoken about two things. The first one was, you need access to God before you can access his resources. You need to be a child of God. You need to be aligned to him. The second one was, you determine the extent and diversity of your access. The third one is, <laughs> this one is, <laughs> you access as a king. Be confident. You access as a king. Because I told the English is somehow... But I, that's the best way. That's what the Spirit of God gave me, and I'm giving you that way. You access as a king. You know, there's a different way between the way a king enters the place and a servant. Do you understand that? Don't wait the same. Be confident. Get used to favor. Some people don't know how to behave in times of favor, and they think they are being humble. Some people don't know how to enjoy favor. If you've never lived with someone, a royalty, or someone that is in the royal line, maybe a princess, you'll get what I'm saying. My grandmother was a princess, her dad was a king. And this woman, even though she died at 106, the time she lived with us, I mean, I was a child, so I didn't understand why she was like that. There are some things that she just expects. That woman, God bless. God bless her soul. There are some things that are just, she doesn't say please for some things. Oh, this. Kings understand, or royalties understand entitlement. They know what they're entitled to. It's one of the first things. When you become a royalty, they will first tell you the things. Okay, these are the laws of the land. As a king, do you understand what I'm saying? There are things that you're entitled to. You will access them confidently. In the name of Jesus. You will not access them like a thief. You're not going to go through the back door. Ah, uh -uh. It's your father. This year, we're accessing as kings. You're working confidently. You're taking it. See, you get to a place where you, you get so used to favor that it is normal. I mean, you know when I was preparing this message, God was reminding me about some experiences I've had. And in now, it don't, in now what happens is it's when people around me see those things that they're like, wow. I remember some time ago, not too long, some, towards the end of last year, I went to clear a shipment. So I went and normally this place, this um, cargo company, when they bring your goods, they, you, you have to bring pallets to exchange so that they will give you their own pallet. You must exchange pallets. If you don't bring pallets to exchange, you will offload all your goods from the pallets. And I took a truck. So my plan was just load it in the truck with your, with your um, forklift. That was very, because I was going to offload somewhere else. So when I got there, the driver brought the, the three pallets, very big. <laughs> God have mercy. And he said, oh, where are your pallets to exchange? I said, I didn't know I needed to bring that this is a skid exchange pickup. 
He said, oh, sorry that you have to. I said, can I go pay or something? He said, they don't do that yet. That you may have to hand bomb. And I said, okay, let me just go and ask in the office. I went to the office. No, see, let me tell you. I've been shipping. They don't do, normally, is that how they take money? They tell you to pay for the pallet or you have to offload. But that day I was tired. We had, had deliverables to meet. I went to the office and I, I told, as I went to the office, the guy drove the thing to, to the, his truck lift to the office right there. And I told the manager, I said, sorry that um, I, I was about to talk. The guy now spoke. He said, sir, this guy, um, this man came to carry goods. He didn't bring pallet. I wanted to sugarcoat it. He said, he just kind of said it straight. He said, this guy came. He didn't bring any pallet for skid exchange. So he has to hand bomb, right? That's the way he asked the question. That means, so he has to offload manually, right? The boss now looked at me and I said, oh, I know this guy is a good guy. He doesn't know me. He said, this guy is a good guy. Give him the pallet. Let him take it. The driver said, really? He said, give him the pallet. Let him take it. Give him, give him. And the driver went, loaded all the pallets. I was standing outside with the pallets. The guy was loading it. The manager came outside. I said, are you okay? Are you good? I said, I'm good. Thank you. He said, all right. Have a great journey. Favor. See, I, I mean, I, if I begin to tell you, there are little things. But there are things that make your life easier. It will have taken me one hour, 30 minutes of sweat to do that work. What I'm telling you is that you are a king. Expect it. The days of accessing as a servant, accessing as an arm robber, they are over. There is no back door. We are working confidently. Our Father wants the resources of heaven and of earth, and we are going to take advantage of them in the name of Jesus. You are healing. You are getting your healing as a king. <laughs> see, see how we prayed. How did we pray? Did we pray like servants? No. He said, in the name of Jesus, I cut you off. I'm not saying, ah, oh, please, this sickness this is too much. No. It is your entitlement as a child of God. See, if you, see that's why Jesus always say, be it unto you according to your faith. Look at the centurion. You know that the centurion said, Master, please come with me to my house. Jesus will have followed him. And they will go and heal the child. But he said, Master, I'm a man. Of under authority. I know you can say it now and it will happen. And that was like the first Bluetooth miracle. And they said, as Jesus said it right there, the person got healed. Is that not what all of us are now doing? Is that not what we just did today? Bluetooth. Spirit of God is in different houses than touching people. One man, a non-believer, a Roman, a centurion, had the faith. Have faith. Year 2021, have faith. You are a king. And I pray that you reign as a king in the mighty name of Jesus. <laughs> Number four. Please get this clearly. Unforgiveness is a major hindrance to access. Listen to me. Listen. I beg you in the name of Jesus. Oh, I mean, this is there's a lot to go around this. But okay, let me, before I go there, sorry, back to access as a king. I want to give you the scripture for that so you can just meditate on it. It's Ephesians chapter 3, verse 11 to 12. It says, This perfect wise plan was destined for eternal ages and fulfilled completely in the Lord Jesus Christ so that now we have boldness through him and free access as kings before the Father because of our complete confidence in Christ's faithfulness. What did he say? Free access as kings. Free access as kings before the Father. You are a king. Ah, the child of the king of kings is what? Eh? Ha. See, the Bible does not even call us princes, kings. You are the child of the king of kings. 
That's why Jesus told the disciples that don't rejoice because demons obey you. Rejoice because your name is written in the book of life. So what Jesus was saying is that demons obey you is a, is a given. So let me tell you, my brother and my sister, you are watching from on the house, and demons to come and flog you in the house. <laughs> it's an anomaly. Are you listening to me? Because I don't think there's anyone here going through that thing. If there's anyone here, see me after church. Listen, in your house, you are sitting down. Demons should not be beating you. It is not right. Demons should not be flogging you and doing those kind of things. You have the power. From today, you will stand and you will resist them in the name of Jesus. Uh-uh. No, no, no. It's an anomaly. No, 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 no. One of the see, one of the things we enjoy as children of God. See, the scripture even says this now. It says this time to follow them. My name, they will cast out demons. Who are they casting out demons from? Hmm? Have you thought of it? From here? From other people? Ah, because you don't expect that demon will be inside you. Or demon will be visiting you. <laughs> May God help us in the name of Jesus. So let's move to the fourth one. Unforgiveness is a great hindrance to access. Let go of it. Now it's not only unforgiveness. Listen to me. Offense, malice, bitterness, wrath, anger. It will limit your access. I beg you in the name of Jesus. Let that person go. They are not worth it. They are not worth it. You know, like someone says, says when you have unforgiveness or you have bitterness, it's like taking poison. Like you are taking poison and you're hoping someone else will die. You see, the best, I don't even encourage you to get back at anybody. What, because we're in, the, we're in the regime of Christ Jesus. What Jesus says is pray for your enemies. That's what Jesus is saying. Pray for the welfare of your enemies. That's it. So that's even the part of Jesus. So I don't want to say, oh, your demons, your, your enemies will, you know. I don't want to say, oh, they will fall before. I mean, God will help us in Jesus' name. Basically, what I'm saying is this. Forgive. Let them go. Let them go so that you can enjoy the access. See, the Bible says they prepare the table before us in the presence of our enemies. Is it better to be holding a grudge against the person and be upset? Or God prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemy? Do you know how God does that? The enemy has said you that you never have a child. That's their own plan. When you, are, when you have children, that person, out of the nine months that you are pregnant, you see the person 18 times. You go to the store, Walmart. The person sees your stomach at three months. Yeah. You go again to Roblox. The person sees your stomach at six months. See, wow. The person sees you shining and blowing. You're not even sick. You're not vomiting. Then the person, you go again. Twelve months after, the person sees you with your baby and a bigger tummy again. Pass, what are you saying? <laughs> what are you saying? It will prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. In the presence of your enemies. So as you are finishing one back to back, back to back, it's coming through. Then now maybe the second one will now be twins. Your stomach will produce twins. And when you are celebrating, I said, you are not to see. But God, uh, I think what happens in our culture, <laughs> we need to have we in our, we, you, you, everyone, me, you, all of us, African. We have some, we have, you now put type IV. Don't do it with that kind of art. Because now it's an invitation, please, I need you in your heart. It's not if you really need you. Want, you want to show the person. Don't be like that. Just invite the person to our triple celebration. <laughs> By the time the twins come, triple celebration. Why is it triple celebration? You're celebrating the twins and you're moving to your detached house in a new location. I said, come and join me, sing hallelujah. That is setting a table in the presence of your enemies. Offense. See, I want to encourage us. Don't get angry. Please, watch your temper. The devil will use it. People will frustrate you. See, this year more than ever, people will annoy you. Are you listening to me? 
people will annoy you this year. You will go, I mean, they will, your friends will force, people will do some weird things to you. I want to encourage us, please, let's help ourselves. Be the best version of yourself this year, please. Don't cause another to to stumble. Like, be, make allowance for other people's faults. Let's care about ourselves so that we don't make each other stumble. You understand? If we have that covered within us, (laughs) that's within us. People outside, they are not hearing this message. They will annoy you. Let go of offense. It is a major hindrance. What do I, what am I saying? Why is it a major hindrance? Because my question is, if God, if God is not forgiving your sins, can God build iniquity? So normally, what made God forgive is Jesus, right? So, but God is saying that the only reason why He won't forgive you, even despite having Jesus, is unforgiveness. Is this sinking? Did you get that? So it's God. Now let me let's let's get this straight. It's God saying, "Oh, Jesus has come now. So whether you forgive or you don't forgive, I will, I will still forgive you." Now what did the Bible say? Let's read it. Let's read it very well. And this was even Jesus speaking. Jesus says in the book of Matthew, Mark 11, 24 to 26, he said, this is the reason I urge you to boldly believe for whatever you ask for in prayer. Be convinced that you have received it and it will be yours. And whenever you stand praying, if you find that you carry something in your heart against another person, release him and forgive him. Releasing somebody is different from forgiving somebody. Release him and forgive him. Release him and forgive him so that your father in heaven will also release you and forgive you of your faults. But if you will not release forgiveness, don't expect your father in heaven to release you from your misdeeds. Who said this? Jesus. <laughs> Jesus was telling you, he didn't say that, oh, because I've died, because I will die, he will now forgive you. Overlook your own forgiveness. No. The only interest to having access to God, to having complete relationship with God, to having complete alignment with God, one of the major interests is unforgiveness. So this year, as we go into this year, let go of offense. Don't be angry. Try as much as possible to accommodate. In fact, from today, start making allowance. If we had a full church, I would have told people to slap them. Don't start. <laughs> start getting ready. Start. Don't go and slap anything. <laughs> Hallelujah. So all I'm saying is this. You, you stop preparing yourself. People will annoy you. People will annoy you. Forgive me, forgive me, please. People will annoy you. When they annoy you, do not get upset. Why? It is the year of access. Won't you have to have access to everything God has given us? I believe you will. God will help us in the name of Jesus. We have two to go, but I believe we have two to go. This fifth one is be prepared. Be prepared. Like I said earlier, you have to be the best version of yourself. For some people, preparation means just go and read books. You need to add knowledge. Do you know why? You are going to be placed in the seat of kings. My question is, God is going to help you get there. When you get there, what happens? Eh? How many of us have ever sat with a great man? Maybe you had an opportunity, you sit with a great person. Rivad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know one of things, one of the one of the one of the attributes of those people is their attention span is very short. Because they are very busy. So God has put you in the seat of kings. What will you say? You are saying, God, access, access, access. Okay, why? Okay, God gives you the access, you are there. What can you offer? What value do you have? So, like I was saying again, some people, you, own, you need to go and read up, gain more knowledge. Somebody, for some people, maybe you need to do a certification. For some people, you need to maybe even work on your resume. Now, listen to me. Opportunities are going to come your way. 
people are going to get because of something you know because of something God has directed you to this is more like a prophecy somebody or people companies will reach out to you for things that you don't have the qualification for when those, then they reach out to you please go and read about those things don't just go and say it by faith you will not get there and be saying nonsense no see listen to me in a recruitment process I'm talking as an HR person any HR person can disagree or agree I'm sure we agree we're on the same page there are three miracles that happen listen in a recruitment process, how many miracles? Three. For those that have careers, this thing very clearly. The first one is what? What do you think? It's getting called for the interview. Ah. Ah. I know. Ah. 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 If you've ever applied for a job where I come from, in Nigeria, you can apply for 1,000 jobs. <laughs> but it's not the fault of the person. Do you know why? I used to be an HR person for a, a company that was a preferred employer. So we, have, we, 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 we come out and we say, we have this position, we advertise. In fact, we used to try and do our advertisement in-house. With in-house advertisement, we'll get like 500 CVs. That's the truth. Anyway, I'm not with the company again. I can't go through 500 CVs. <laughs> I can't. Now, if you apply online on job boards, like 13,000. Am I... Now listen, I have other deliverables. 13,000 CVs. So we try to use software, use everything, shut, shut it down, do, 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 we still shut. By the time we see some good, because the manager is calling me, oh go, I need those to see candidates. Just call some five that look good, like the best, they come. He says, I picked one, ah, this one, I like this one. They choose the one. Now send generic mail to other candidates. Thank you so much for applying. <laughs> it's not easy. You can't look at it. Even if you look at it, you won't run mad. Like 13,000, only you. What are you looking for? Do you understand what I'm saying? So the fact that you get called for an interview, miracle one. What's the second miracle? The fact that they now give you the job, miracle two. What's the third miracle? Tell me, what do you think? Eh? No? No? Eh? No? The salary they offer you. Uh-uh. No! What are you saying? There is a band. There are bands. I've seen See, listen. God. God is in... No one can tell me. Anything happens in the physical. Something has happened in the spiritual. There is something that is spirit called Ogun. There is something called battle. I have seen cases... I, I mean, there are things I've seen in my life. I said, this is a battle. There was someone that we meant to take on a job. He laid up trusting God for a job. We took uh, this lady's offer letter to the manager. So I took the offer letter. Lady, the offer, manager signed the lady's offer letter. Right? Said, oh, everything is good. Now looked at the salary grade. Now said, oh, this salary grade. Okay. Can you just help me check the band? Help me check. Is it band A or band B? Just so that we are sure we signed the right thing. So I think I, maybe I can't remember how it went, but I think I said it's band A, I'm sure. He said, well, let's just check and be sure. So I told my colleague, go and check because I had a meeting. Right? I went for my meeting. I came back from my meeting. Before I could say, oh, my Alpha, have you checked the thing? Alpha, she said, oh, I forgot. I'm just checking now. By the time I took it in, the CEO of the company has called and said, we are putting a ban on recruitment. If she had, I mean, if she had, if she had allowed it, if she, if she had passed it through, 30 minutes earlier, the lady would have got the job because the ban doesn't affect people that have already been given up her letters. And you tell me it's not a miracle. I've seen people that I take their offer letter to the management and I give them three grades higher because I feel they are competent. And management will be like, oh, nice, nice. I've taken that same kind of situation, only one grade above, only one. And they will say, never, they will fight me. Oh, go bring justification. 
And at the end of the day, guess what we'll give them? We'll give them same level with promotion upon confirmation. Are you telling me there's no battle? Access. Access. So our prayer today, I mean, it's huge. Access is huge. The thing is, at the back end, God will be doing all the work. That's the access. You know what makes access interesting? It is divine. It is not your power. So it's not by knowing anybody. It is God behind. When this HR person is looking at CVs to pick out, they will just, just jump out. Maybe one keyword they are looking for, that's what you wrote by mistake. They'll be like, oh, this person can do this. I know someone that's gotten a job she knew nothing about in Canada, a vice president role. And if I went to go for interview, she learned everything on Google. As I speak today, the lady is striving as one of the best vice presidents in that company. Be prepared. Don't take, don't, because <laughs> if you get to the midst of kingdom, you are saying nonsense. <laughs> That's the, has God done his work? Has he not done his work? That's giving you the access, right? Is it not left to you to do the right thing and take advantage of the access? I pray in the name of Jesus that God gives you access. As you get to that place, you will have the ability to sustain it. In the name of Jesus, you will make use of the access God has given you to achieve results. In the name of Jesus, I want to encourage us. Guys, 2021, gain knowledge. Know something people don't know. Ah, you must know something that everybody does not know. Please. Because God is going to put you in the seat of kings, what value are you going to add? You must know something everybody does not know. What do you know that everybody does not know? What? What do you know that everybody does not know? What value can you add that no one else has? May God give you the ability to use. See, it can be the simplest of things. Should I blow your mind? It can be a special way of knotting a tie. The things that matter to great men that make them interested in being used by God to lift you up, you'll be shocked. I pray God will help us in the name of Jesus. Finally, finally. Okay, so the scripture for that, Proverbs 22 verse 29. It says, do you see a man skillful and experienced in his work? He will stand in honor before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Finally, justice just similar to what we just said. It is one thing to gain access. It is another to sustain the access. It is one thing to gain access. It is another thing to sustain the access. How do we sustain the access? How? I always tell all my young people and even everyone I come across, when I see that God has lifted them, what do I tell you? The higher God lifts you, the more connected you stay to him. See, that is, that's the, I mean, if you ask me for one thing that helps you sustain greatness, that is it. If you say only one thing, the higher, is a very broad thing, but the higher God takes you, the closer you draw to him and you have to be deliberate about it. Do you know why? Mammon is real. The God of money, very real. Very, very real. Very, very real. I know the years have entered, the new year broke. And I know how I prayed into the new year. I know another year I entered the new year solid. The prayer was almost different. I had to be catching myself. I said, what's wrong with you? So yeah, you've been praying, God, God, help me. When God does it, who do you become? Are you now, oh, I don't have time. Oh, you know what? All these church programs are getting too much. My friend, when you had nothing, you were the first to come for every program. God will look at you and say, what's wrong with this one? This, I just sampled him. Listen to me very well. The worst place to be, listen. I know, see, read my lips well. The worst place for you to be as a child of God is let God lift you up and you now fail. If God brings you down again to pass, I mean to take you to another stage, it's always long ago. 
If it took you one year for God to begin to raise you, your next, your repeat can be four or five years. Trust me. God, you know, a lot of times we pray to God, we are praying. God is saying, I don't think we are ready. You know, because at the end of the day, it's still our choice. Do you know it's our choice? At the end of the day, it's your choice to decide to serve God or not to serve God. God doesn't force you. So God is saying, I'm not sure you are ready, but you are saying, God, you come to pastor, we will pray, pray, pray. I will say, God of heaven, open the door. Then God opens the door. Who do you become? Do you understand what I'm saying? If God turns, says this one that I wanted to even lift up, what have I even given him? The Bible says, <laughs> if you have, you have to be faithful in a little before much more will be given to you. Imagine. So God is saying this one that I've given just this. I've just wanted to test you. You failed. Imagine that Abraham refused to sacrifice Isaac. What, what do you think will have happened? Have you ever thought of it before? Imagine Abraham refused. Have you ever thought of what will have happened? And you go and ponder on it when you get home. God is saying to you today, as I give you access, I am your source. Stay connected. If you stay connected, if you stay connected, see, the things God will do in your life, you'll begin to wonder that, is this a dream? Does it stop? Now listen to me. It doesn't stop. I'm telling you, when God is when God opens the door, are there going to be challenges sometimes? Yes. But you know, because of your growth in God, you don't see them as challenges. See, if God has ever won a battle for you, you don't see battles as battles though, any longer. Because you already know the end result. You know, since God said that we are fighting from a place of victory, but have you fought a battle before? But if you have fought battle one, you won. Battle two, you won. Battle three, battle four. And God tells you that every time you fight, I am with you. Don't worry. What do they call God? What's that song go? That song that says, eh, eh. That God has sent somebody and goes behind the person. On Romanische Fayati. That God will send you and go behind you. So you've reached the level where you know that God is behind me. Nothing can happen. So guess what? When the obstacles come, you're just smiling because you know how to attack them. Then the doors are just opening. Key, stay connected. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 to 6, it says, trust in in and rely confidently on the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own insight or understanding. In all your ways, know and acknowledge and recognize him. Listen to what it says. In all, did he say in some of your ways? He says in all, he wants to be a part of it. In all your ways, know and acknowledge and recognize him and it will make your path straight and smooth, removing obstacles that block your way. What does that tell you? There will be obstacles, but what happens? God removes them. In all your ways, I pray in the name of Jesus that in all your ways you acknowledge God. Listen, God is not some deity that is far away. God is your Father. In year 2021, as God gives us access, we are gaining access as His children. As many people as entered the year with that conviction and move into 2021 with that belief that they are a child of God, they are kings, you will enjoy access. Not just in one area, in every area, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's bow down right now. We're going to say thank you to God for what we have heard. Lord, I just say, Father, I thank you for access. Father, I thank you for access. I thank you for access. Perhaps you are here today and you are, you are maybe joining us online and you have not given your life to Christ or you were born, you were a child of God before, but you backslided. I'm sorry to say, my brother or my sister, this access you are speaking about is not for you, it's only for the redeemed. It's only for those that are right, those that are children of God, those that are made righteous by Christ Jesus. But I'm inviting you to be a part of it today. 
This access is not for God's favorite house Canada alone. If you are joining us and you want to be a part of it, I can invite you. You can be a part of it. You can be a member, a beneficiary of access. So I don't know if you will quickly say, just wherever you are, just say after me, just say, Lord Jesus, I thank you. Thank you for, for, for dying for me on the cross of Calvary. Thank you for redeeming me. Today, Lord, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. I confess all my sins. I ask that you forgive me. I repent of them. I believe in you, Lord Jesus. And I begin a new work today. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Father, I thank you for your children. Lord, your word says that if any man be in Christ is a new creature, all things have passed away, all things have become new. You also say, Lord, that anyone that comes to you, you will in no wise cast away. Lord, as the children have come to you today, I ask that you accept them. Change their lives for good. Lord, make them members and partakers of the commonwealth of Israel. In the mighty name of Jesus. Honor and adoration we give unto you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Lord, and for all your children in their various homes, Lord, I pray that you open their eyes to see as they ought to see. This year will be a year of bountiful testimonies. In the name of Jesus. Testimonies that will make us open our mouths in amazement. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. Lord, I pray that this year your children will draw closer to you. They will access your power. Because your power does a lot. It is your power that is that your power that makes one even wealthy? Is that your power that makes one ill? Is that your power that makes one victorious? It's the same power, Lord, that makes one protected. Lord, I pray that this year we will have access. Access to your power. Access to your undiluted power. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. Let